This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. I'm Van Pugh, and I never left. Man, CP went where? Westbrook went where? What? So Westbrook went to Houston. Chris Paul went to OKC. I'm not going to lie. When I saw this, I went crazy. I was like, why would OKC do this? Chris Paul is old and declining, and he's injury prone. I'm sure you could have got more for that. And, you know, I guess they got 2024 and 2026 draft picks. And I'm like, "Ah, okay, maybe. Maybe that's okay. But after I kind of calmed down and got off Twitter, I realized that the Thunder are going to buy out Chris Paul. They're either going to buy him out or they're going to trade him. (laughs) So this is just for show, man. Like, I think they traded for Chris Paul just to make the contracts line up. I mean, Westbrook had to go somewhere. I guess the Miami Heat talks didn't pan out. They didn't work out. I don't think Miami Heat had enough. For freak's sake, who do they who do they had that they could trade to the Thunder? Who are you gonna trade? Tyler Hero? You're gonna trade, you know, a few other pieces. They only have but so much. What are they gonna trade? Draft picks? I mean, the Thunder already have some of their draft picks. So I guess that didn't work. So I guess this this Houston trade worked because Chris Paul is getting, what, 20-something million, $30 million. Hey, the contract's kind of lined up. So that means you get Chris Paul, you buy him out, he goes his merry way, you keep the draft picks, you, um, you roll out on the court your rebuilding team with Gallinari and Shy Alexander, you roll them out, and in the meantime, you're in the background building something for the future. You know, this didn't make sense at first, but now I'm like, you know what? Isn't this is the, this is the same thing Presty and them did? I don't know if Presty was there or not, but this is the, isn't this the same thing they did when they had Westbrook, Durant, Harden, and Ibaka, they did the same thing. They got a lot of draft picks, lost a lot of games, picked very high in the draft, build all them players up, developed them, and then they ended up being a beast in like five years. They're trying to do the same thing. And then they can they can build around Shy and whoever their next first round pick is. They can just do that. I actually like the plan. That's how you rebuild. That's how you're supposed to rebuild. They did it right the first time. I have no doubt that they'll probably do it right. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. I have no doubt that they'll do it right the second time, for sure. For sure, they got this. They got this. It's a wrap. Um, I think they'll be fine, though. Uh, the shock of this trade, though, kind of caught me off guard. This NBA free agency, 
I mean, I have four pages worth of moves that everyone made in free agency and trades. It is insane. That's the NBA. And Adam Silver has the nerve to say these trade requests are getting out of hand. I think someone made the point that the trade requests are what's making the NBA relevant in the summer. And if you're relevant all year long, that means more money. That means more money. That means more attention, more money. So I don't see the big deal when you look at it that way, to be honest. I mean, but Westbrook on the Rockets. Westbrook on the Rockets. How does that work? You got the two guys with the highest usage rates in the league. How is that going to work? How is that going to work? It's going to look like a pickup game every night. It, at first glance, you think, oh, this is just going to look like a pickup game or NBA 2K on pro level or something. Right, we'll see. You got to see how the pieces fit around them, uh, who they have left. If they have some decent pieces around them, I mean, those two can get to the rim easily. Those two can get to the rim pretty easily. So, they got it. They can, there's a lot of kickout opportunities. There's a lot of lob opportunities to Capella. Okay, this could be a good move if they can figure out how to make it work within an offensive scheme. Because if Westbrook and Harden are just going to ball hog the entire game, they're not going to go very far. Because the Utahs and the Denvers, even the Lakers, they'll destroy them. They'll destroy them. I mean, they just won't be able to beat them in a seven-game series. They won't. Because they just won't have enough. They just, Westbrook and Harden will just take so many shots. They'll shoot them out the game. And then the other team will just be too much. It's kind of like the Warriors wall they kept running into. Uh, Can't do anything against good team defense and good team offense. And that's, that's the problem that they will face if they don't find a way to make this Westbrook-Harden thing work. If they can find a way to make it work on both ends of the floor, offense and defense, mm, they might be a threat. They might go to the conference finals at least. There's a lot of ifs here. There's a lot of ifs. You just got to see how it works. But CP3, he's not going to the Thunder. He is not going to be in Oklahoma City Thunder. If he is, how's that going to work? Do you play him beside Shy? It just—I don't see it working. You know, he'll mess around and start. They'll lose a bunch of games. Then they'll trade him anyway. So I mean, I don't. He's getting bought out. Okay. So then the the question is, where does he go from there? Does he go to the Mavericks? No, wait. They have Donkage. They have Luka, right? So, I mean, if we didn't get IT, I would have been like, hey, 
the Wizards can get Chris Paul. Why not? Chris Paul and Bradley Bill, that, that'll that'll get us by for a year until John Wall comes back. But, you know, I'll take IT. I'll talk more about that in another show. But for now, I'll, I'll take him, you know. I, I would have took him. But I think now I'm thinking it's Clippers, Lakers, or Heat. Those are the only three teams I really see Chris Paul going on. Maybe an outside chance, the Bucks or the Timberwolves. Outside chance he'd be on one of those teams too. But I, I think it'll come down to the Lakers or the Heat. Well, not no, not the Lakers. I don't think they have the room for him, honestly. But if they can make room, that is huge. He fits that team with LeBron and Boogie and all those veterans. He, he would definitely fit in with that team. It's just, do they have the money? Do they have the space? Can he fit? Can him and Rondo get along? I don't know. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't look good, to be honest. So I can see him. He could possibly go to the Heat. Who is Heat's point guard anyway? I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. So I can I can see him going to the Heat or the Clippers. Now, if you go to the Heat, I mean, going to the playoffs, it's, it's the East. It's the Eastern Conference. He's going to the playoffs. And then we'll see what happens from there. But if you go to the Clippers, he reunites with Doc Rivers. That'd be crazy. He go back to the Clippers, but that that's possible, you know. Him, Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly coming off the bench. Man, that Lou Williams coming off the bench. Now, nah, I mean, that's that's depth right there. I mean, you know, Chris Paul ain't gonna play every game you know he ain't gonna play every game you know he he get hurt sometimes so you just just have to see it's gonna be one of those two teams and i think he'll be all right on either team i'd rather see him with the clippers he has a better chance of winning it all with the clippers with the heat he'll get to the first or second round playoffs then he'll bounce out then he'll probably play another year or two then he'll either have to take a bench role or he'll be out the league or he'll just retire. Just just the way it is. I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. But hey, when I actually think about this trade, it's not as big of a deal as people make it seem now that I think about it. Because Chris Paul ain't going to be on the Thunder. But... It is a huge bomb, and it caught us off guard. We knew it was a possibility of Westbrook going to Houston, and now it's real. I kind of want to see how this plays out. This ain't 2K. This is real life now. So let's, let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. I swear, man, Lil' Kim Mob Deep is a classic. It's been on my mind all day, so I just played it. It is what it is. Now, now I'm going to get back to what even started this whole Westbrook CP3 trade. The only reason why we're here today is because PG 
Paul George asked for a trade from the Thunder to the Clippers because he wanted to play with Kawhi. I guess they've been networking, they've been talking, and they <clears throat> they ended up coming to the conclusion that, hey, we want to play together in L.A. We're both from L.A. You know, why not? You know, why not? So I guess Paul George demands a trade. He's first team all defense. He's first team all NBA. This is huge. How does the Thunder recover from this when all the big free agents are gone? Easy. You rebuild. So Westbrook and the Thunder both decide, okay, let's work out a trade. Because this isn't going to work. Clearly, we're going to rebuild now. You don't really fit on this team no more. And I don't think Westbrook and I think Westbrook felt the same. And then that's what happened. Like the trade the trade happened with PG to the Clippers and then Westbrook ends up with the Rockets. I mean honestly <laughs> PG and Kawhi on the Clippers that is huge. You talking about Two first-team All-NBA type players. Two first-team All-Defense. Patrick Beverly is first-team All-Defense. Good Lord. All you're missing is Draymond and Gobert. And then you'd have the whole team, the whole defensive squad on one team. Good Lord. Hey, that sounds good on paper. But they're, they're the, the top odds, the top Vegas odds to win it all. And I don't get it because, I mean, who's coming off the bench other than Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell? Okay, Zubox is starting, and you got Samet, Landry Shamet. Who's not bad? I mean, he's getting better. He's a young player. I just want to see how this works, honestly. You know, they, they they got a pretty good squad. Are they better than the Lakers? I don't think so. The Lakers just got way too much veteran depth. Now, the thing about those veteran teams, they're built to win now. But in two to three years, they'll be disbanded. They won't be around. That's why if you're a team like the Lakers, you built to win now. With everyone has been everyone on that team's been in the league at least five years or more. But I'm, I'm jumping around here. The, the Clippers, oh my God, they just shifted. They just balanced the power of the NBA, or did they? I think, honestly, things became more balanced the minute KD went to the Nets. The minute KD went to the Nets, that kind of balanced things there. We say that's the end of the Warriors dynasty, but Steph Curry is so good. I know Klay Thompson's going to be out this year. Steph Curry is so good. Steve Kerr is an amazing coach. They still have Draymond. D'Angelo Russell is a beast. Sure, they lost some key pieces like Livingston and Iguodala. I mean, they got Kevon Looney. Honestly, man, we're going to see how good a coach Steve Kerr really is. I think he's still a really good coach, which means they're going to win a ton of games still. So I wouldn't sleep on them. But ultimately... The Clippers, they're right in the mix, but I just don't think at the end of the day 
they're better than the Lakers, and I don't think they're better than Utah. They, they they're they're right there with Denver and Portland, but even that's going to be tough. So uh, we'll see, man. Kawhi and and Paul George, you got two All Stars, you got two first team All NBA players, first or second team All NBA players on one team. Yeah, it's dangerous, but. How the rest of the team will look. Oh, and Doc Rivers is their coach. Yeah, they're going to be in it. But I just, I think they may be missing one more piece. That's what I think, but we'll just have to see. You know, I'm just talking right now. You know, I'm just going off what I see on paper and what I see on 2K. I know a joke, right? But, nah, we'll see. I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. NBA free agency was a lot of fun. And now let's see how all these people fit together. And one thing we're not keeping in mind is injuries. Who's going to stay healthy and who's not going to stay healthy? That's, That's what could put a cloud on this whole free agency thing is when we roll them out on the court and then they get hurt or something. And then all that hype, all that... You know, hoopla was for nothing. Let's just hope that doesn't happen. Let's just hope most of these guys stay healthy and they play to the best of their abilities in in Jesus' name. You know, in Jesus' name. I'm I'm claiming it now. Because we want to see it. We want to see all this good basketball and these teams coming together for sure. But it is what it is. My last topic is... The U.S. women national team, they won again. Honestly, I watched them play. If you sit down and watch them play for five minutes, you will realize that no one in that field had any business being on the same field as them. I don't know why some of those games were close. I don't know why the USA didn't beat the Netherlands by five or six goals. All those breakouts they had after the after the little um, penalty, after the Megan Rapinoe had that penalty kick she scored, they were just running them off the field. Are you kidding? Do you see how many breakaways they had? They easily could have scored another four goals. None of those teams deserved beaten. I don't think any of them teams were any good. France was probably the closest to the U.S. as far as competition level. So that's how we got this, you know, oh, they're doing better than the men's team. They can beat the men's team. They can't beat the men's team. Come on, man. Come on. Their competition is, don't don't get gassed because of their competition. Their competition is whack. Now, I'm still happy they won because they're repping us hard. And they're an awesome group of ladies. But, man, <laughs> their competition's trash. <laughs> I should have known that when I saw them beat up on uh, Thailand 13 to nothing. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, man. They won. And, honestly, what I'm more excited about is to see how they do fight the court about this equal pay thing. I mean, if they can get it, they can get it. And no, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about the money, equal pay. 
Uh, I mean, they do have a point. They bring in a lot of revenue. They bring in a lot of revenue, especially in the States. They get a lot of eyeballs to watch them. Not as much as the men, but they get a lot of eyeballs to watch them. And they win. They are successful. People say they're more successful than the men. They should have more money. I, you know, I completely understand. I'm, I'm rooting for them for that. But to be honest, man, their competition is whack. They, they can win the World Cup another two more times at least. Now, I don't know when all these women get old and they have to, you know, bring up new players. I don't know how they're going to do. But from the looks of it, it looks like they're going to keep winning the World Cup for another, I don't know, two or three more times. Because, man, the, the most of the world is so far behind on women's sports. It's not even funny. Now, a lot of people didn't root for Team USA because of Megan Rapinoe's politics. But honestly, that's what's so great about this country, man. You can do that and still rep the um, red, white, and blue. We have that freedom of speech. We have that uh, democratic ability, you know? Even though our founding founding fathers had slaves and stuff. And and that country has been built on racial inequality. Even though that is the case, at the end of the day, you know, still about freedom and democracy and um, having that voice. It's always been about that. No matter what. So, and that's what, that's what Megan Rapinoe is exercising. You know, it's an American dream. You know, you just go for it. If you feel you can achieve your dream and your goals, you go for it. That's the, that's the American way. Whether you, whether you disagree or not, it is what it is. That's what it is. Okay. So anyway, man. I'm out. This was a fun show. I thought it was going to be a quicker show than this, but, you know, hey, I like this. This was dope. Facts. All right, I'm out for real. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.